0: Hey,
1: what's up guys? We are here at Spencer Pro Event in good old Wooster, Ohio. I grew up in Ohio and you live in Ohio. Yes, absolutely. So welcome to the program. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate you having me on. I would announce your last name, but
2: I'm still not
1: too (laughs) confident I can get it.
2: So that's everyone
1: who you are and a little bit about your business.
2: Yeah. So uh, my name is Brett Eikenberry. Um, Our business is based out of Northwest Ohio. It is in the the finley area i tell people finley because uh we have a a small rural uh area that we live in so um our actual address is mount cory okay for those uh, people in that area <clears throat> they probably know that but uh yeah we do design build uh mowing maintenance um and snow removal so yeah we got connected in nashville at uh
1: together in the trades and did a coaching call together and you know i see you and your wife at all the various events now you guys are uh hitting up the events (laughs) that i didn't have when i started my business excuse me we didn't have these events where you can go and learn this valuable information and uh you're capitalizing on all of them so hopefully avoiding the common mistakes that that new landscape business owners make
2: yeah absolutely and i think that uh It's amazing, you know, what's out there. And I learned early on that, you know, let's take advantage of that. Let's learn from other people's mistakes. Let's network. And it is, it's been great. Uh, The first event we went to was last year's LAL. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, we've just been hitting them up ever since and, and meeting good folks like you and Caleb and Brittany and Brian and Liz. And it's been great.
1: Yeah, well, it's cool seeing you guys around. So what were you doing before you got into lawn care, landscaping, and why did you choose to, to start your own business?
2: Yeah, uh, so <clears throat> most of my background was in, in factory work, and uh, I had done that for, for years and um, had done it on the side and a little more full-time years back, and um, I just enjoy it. I um, enjoy being outside, um, working with people in some different, uh, areas and, um, really helping people solve problems. That's what it was for me. And, uh, I worked for a really good company, um, locally. Um, it was a good paying job. Uh, they took great care of their employees benefits, but, um, at the end of the day, I had been there roughly 10 years and was just looking for a change Mm -hmm. and, and, wanting to do every day what I was passionate about. Oh. And then what got you, um, you know, getting, we talk about getting that boat close
1: to the dock. Why did
2: you decide to go full-time into your business? <clears throat> well, after after doing a lot of uh, research and, and um, listening to podcasts like yours and, and other podcasts, I realized to elevate the business to where my wife and I, Chase, wanted it to be, it was going to be a full-time thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to go in part-time, because I, I had confidence that the work was going to be there, um, and it was just a matter of being able to put everything I could into it, and I didn't feel that I could, you know, give my 100% to the company that I worked for, the -hmm. factory, um, and to the business, and I wanted to be able to, whatever I did, just give a 100%. So. And what, how did that process go of
1: letting your boss know you're <clears throat> going to go do your business full-time, and what month did you make the complete full-time, full-fledged, all-in?
2: Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of a funny story. Um, our plan was to launch through social media um, in 2021, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I knew at the end of the year I was going to have a review with my boss and I was going to tell my, you know, the supervisor of our department and a couple foreman's what my plan was. Well, social media beat me to it. So I was approached by him and he was very understanding, but I was approached by him maybe in December. He wanted to know exactly what the plan was, where we were going to go moving forward. So I had told him that it was going to be, you know, the, the spring of 2022. So, uh, April, beginning of April rolled around and I made the transition and off we went. Okay. So I know we did a coaching call and the mulch job started piling up (laughs) and welcome (laughs) to uh, being a small business owner. What was the first spring rush like? It was, uh, it was intense. It was intense. Um, Trying to balance the project-based jobs that we were doing, Um, you know, some of the mulch and maintenance and installs along with the mowing, you know, the mowing's in Northwest Ohio in the spring, it's wet. Mm-hmm. The grass is growing like crazy. Um, Chase was helping me on the weekends. You know, she hopped on a mower. We have two zero turns, so we were fortunate enough to be able to double team some things. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. It was a, uh, it was good, and it was a good way to learn how to manage a spring rush. So mm-hmm. yeah, which is even more difficult
1: in Ohio because in Georgia we we don't really it, it just. You know, when I left yesterday, it was 72 degrees, yeah. <laughs> 68 degrees. It's 57 right now. We don't really have a winter. I mean, we have a winter, you know, on the calendar. But next thing you know, you know, February, you have a 65 or so degree day. And then March, it's springtime again. And there's – but in Ohio, it's like goes from like the light switch, which is off, and then it goes on. It's just like right. that. It's like boom. And then it's like full. Yeah. You know, you guys up in Midwest, North, you know, Northwest Ohio, Northeast Ohio, it's, it's a different – ball game because you go from zero to a hundred
2: in a snap of the finger. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you know, March is that month where nothing happens. It isn't really snowing. You, you might have a, a small ice event or something like that. Um, and then, but you're just getting rain and upon rain, and then you get the heat in April and it's like from zero to 90, like you said, Mm -hmm. right off the rip. So yeah, it's, it's fun though. It's so how did you get these customers So, a lot of it, we come from a, like I said, a rural area, you know, small towns. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of it was just connections, you know, word of mouth. Um, We did do um, through Postcard Mania direct mail pieces, which was a really, really good thing for us. Um, We sent out, I think, two different, um, two different mailings, maybe 1,500 uh, postcards Mm -hmm. at, at each mailing and that, that helped. And then you know how it is. Once you get going, you, you do, you do work and then they tell their neighbor and, you know, so there was, there was a job that we did or three jobs, I should say on one street, Mm -hmm. um, just because word of mouth just kind of traveled down. So yeah, that's a, that's a lot of it, but you know, social media and, um, like I said, the postcards and things like that, it's all part of the marketing. So what were you able to grow by the end of the season? How many
1: yards do you have scheduled for going into next spring? And, you know, how many customers do you have now for your ongoing maintenance?
2: Yeah. So for the the um, spring, we've for next year, spring of 2023, we've put a lot of um, bids out there. It's um, still kind of waiting to hear back for some things. Um, I feel like we're going to have most of our customers back, which mowing wise that put us probably right around, I'm going to say 20, 18 to 20, Um, a couple commercial and some residential. Um, And what we're kind of working on gravitating towards is HOAs, apartment complexes and Mm -hmm. things like that, you know, like we were learning today route density, which you've (laughs) preached for years, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, in some of your books and things like that. So just being able to get to a place, a mow, and then put together a a maintenance package along with snow removal, which Mm -hmm. would be, you know, a year round contract. So,
1: yeah. Now you've been in these classroom settings while I've been out in the hallway in the corner of the lobby (laughs) and you've heard you know, and I didn't get to hear at Brian's event, Mark Bradley was there. I would have really liked to have heard from him. Who he, he had um, a, a company in Toronto area, the Beach Gardener. They were doing $50 million a year in revenue, which is a million dollars a week. Mike Andes has been speaking today, Blake Hawthorne, and the list goes on and on. If I name one, I got to name them all. And there's, you know, 12 or 15 fantastic teachers that have a lot of uh, experience in this industry. Corey Ballard, for example, is someone we have on this show. You know these guys built big companies, and some of them have sold big companies and got a lot of millions of dollars in their bank account. So, what have you learned sitting and learning from these guys?
2: As I've been out here, missing it. What am I missing yeah. out on? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we kind of hear a lot of the same things, and and it's all it's all great things at all these different events. But, um, you know, one of the things that that we've learned and that Mike Andy's talked about, which was really, really hit home for me was personal capacity. Um, and I think that, you know, you've got to kind of keep that in check. Um, another thing is systems. We yeah. hear that a lot. Some of these guys um, at Brian's event, you know, Troy Claw got up there and Mark Bradley, these guys run, you know, million dollar companies. Millions, it's millions. Millions, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Million. And it, the, the demeanor that they have, the calmness that they have, it's it's unreal. Mm-hmm. It, it's absolutely amazing. Sometimes I think about our little business, and you know, it's the spring it's raining, and guys are calling in and saying, "Where are we going to work?" And we're running around doing this and that. And then here's here's guys like that that are just, you know, just crushing it, like you said, Paul, millions of dollars company, um, and they're just calm as a cucumber. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of that is is systems, I think, and that's something that Chase and I are working on kind of on this off season to, to make things flow. And in spring of 2023, when that spring rush does come, um, we're going to try to have some systems in place to alleviate some of the chaoticness.
1: Yeah, and I want to add to that because you mentioned when the spring rush comes and I've been getting, a lot of you guys are asking, what are my thoughts about They're saying a recession's coming and, and all of this uh, fear factor that's going on in the media and in, in the culture and the fact of the matter is, I can guarantee this, and I'll go on record and I'll say this: <laughs> whether you live in Northwest Ohio or you live in Northeast Georgia or you live in Michigan or Florida or wherever, I can guarantee, and I'll go on record and say saying this: the grass is going to start growing, you know, next spring. Yeah. And then you can re, you can cut that, <laughs> you can cut that, and then you can play that again next year, next winter. <laughs> it's going to grow again in this in the spring, and so the, there's opportunity out there. And I was actually just over here, Mike, as I was going to get you saying, like, you need to you need to dial in. Yeah. And so just blind out all the extra noises and understand there's customers out there. If you have a good business and you can provide a quality service, there's plenty of work out there. And I like how you're preparing now for the spring rush of 2023, because you want to make as much money in that window like. When I used to work at the mall, um, I worked in the middle of the mall, and there was Limited and Limited Two, or the two stores next uh-huh. next to where I worked. I think Limited was for adults, and Limited Two was for youth, or vice versa, or whatever. And I would always talk to them because I'm a businessman, and they're like, I think they made 80 percent of their whole revenue for the year between Thanksgiving and Christmas, Wow. Christmas Day or whatever, right. because all the girls that were in there, and they, you know, I was single and they were cute yeah. and I, whatever. I was, they worked every single yeah. day. Because that's when they made, hey, that's when they made their money was right. was November, whatever Black Friday is, through December 24th. They made so much money, it was like they made 80% or so. I'm just kind of throwing out a round number. Sure. For the whole year. And in the lawn care world, that we don't do Black Friday to Christmas, but we do spring. Like, yeah. you got to make as much money in the spring as possible. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And, you know, we, we go hard in the spring. Um, and like you just said, you know, you have to, it's, it's when you make your money in the lawn care business. And, you know, there's, you know, there's other services that are going to be more for the fall and, and things like that. Um, you know, summer, you know, even a lot of guys are getting into Christmas lights now, you know, that's going to take you a little bit more in, into late fall, early winter. Um, but you're the bulk of your work, uh, like you said, Paul is going to be in the springtime, and I I think it's important to prepare for it now. Yeah. Um, you know, I had listened to a podcast. I think Brian did it maybe with Postcard Mania, and he talked about the stores. It reminded me when you were talking about the limited, limited two. You know, when the stores are putting out in the let's just say in the summertime or you know Labor Day, they're putting out stuff for Halloween, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're months ahead, right. and and that's kind of what that that really you know, hit home for me because I thought, you know, we need to be working on our snow accounts, you know, in September mm-hmm. um, and in December, January, let's, you know, let's cheer up some of this stuff, some of these contracts for the spring. So mm-hmm. you always got to be a few months ahead of the game for sure. And yeah.
1: marketing in general, I think it in the 1930s, they had this saying that it takes seven touch points the, the movie theaters in the 1930s was the big thing to do in town. So if a new movie would come out, they would say, we need to to have it hit the newspaper or whatever the way of marketing was, a billboard, seven times someone needs to hear about the new Batman or Spider-Man or whatever the movie was in the 1930s, I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, they had to hear about it seven times. And so that marketing principle has been around since the movie theater, since the 1930s, and we need now more than then, culture was slower in the 30s, so it needs to be more than seven touch points. So they need to hear about what we, what solution we have to their problem, what service you provide, not once, not twice, not three times, not four or five, you know, once you cross six or seven, then they'll say, oh, you know, I've been, I've been hearing about you, or yeah. I've seen your trucker. My my neighbor doesn't my neighbor know you or yeah. so, you know it's it's never that first time like oh I'm gonna call you know your company and hire you right it, it's usually that seventh eighth ninth time when they start warming up so.
2: yeah yep yeah one hundred percent and you know we try to hit a lot of different avenues in in marketing you know we did do um, a couple billboards locally um, social media is always a good one um, like I mentioned before postcard mania um, but yeah I think if you're hitting Multiple audiences, multiple times is going to be your best bet. I was just listening to Gary Vaynerchuk this morning. Oh, I love Gary
1: V. And he <laughs> was said that a Facebook ad is more valuable than direct mail any day of the week. And he he he's colorful in his language. They oh, yeah. so said <laughs> yeah. he said it a little more bluntly and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> outrageously than yeah. that.
2: Yeah. Mate, listen to him when your kids go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 his point
1: was. Facebook ads are the most effective right now. And I think in our industry, in the lawn care business, that most people don't understand how Facebook essentially knows your address because right. the way that you sign into Facebook from, I don't even know these IT phrases, yeah. IP. I don't either,
2: Paul. Whatever, but they know
1: <laughs> where we live, okay? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and so Cody Owen, hes um, he used to work for Jonathan Potashnik, the lawn care millionaire. And now Cody has gone you know started his own business called Lightspeed Social Agency and he understands this way far beyond he, he starts explaining it to me in my brain like phrases but you can target let's say there's a neighborhood give us a a, a, a area in,
2: in northwest Ohio is there like a neighborhood yeah sure uh in Finley there's a nice neighborhood uh Lakeview
1: okay so Lakeview what Cody can do and I, I don't suggest trying this on your own because you'll just um, you'll, you'll just throw money down the toilet. Uh, cause with Facebook, if you don't know what you're doing, you're just giving your money to Zucks and, and, and he'll take it and it won't be an ROI. But if you know what you're doing, what Cody can do is he can target an ad. It can be a video of you and Chase doing a mulch job and, 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 and then that video he can put on Facebook and then it, it can show up in the news feeds of people that live in Lakeview neighborhood, right? you can pinpoint it that precise. And so you can um, target a specific neighborhood, of course, through direct mail, and that works. I'm not saying that doesn't work. That absolutely works. It's tried and true, and, and you know, hundreds of listeners can attest that they've gotten customers through direct mail. But what I heard Gary Vee, and I'm just the messenger, yeah. <laughs> what he said this morning, and he's really cutting edge, he said Facebook is the most effective way to market right now a service-based business because more than likely, Sweet Sue that lives in that house in lakeview is on facebook right and if it's in the direct mail it might get it it might just go right into the trash but when she starts scrolling through facebook and she sees you and then she sees you and then she's driving her kids to school and sees your truck i'm just throwing that out there um facebook is something that i'm trying to learn more about and i'll I'll probably bring cody owen back on the the platform to um, podcast to share a more uh my, my social media skills, I barely know how to turn it on. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but, uh, he can explain it, but I'm just saying for you guys who are spending marketing dollars going into 2023, I would really consider a targeted Facebook campaign to Lakeview or whatever your neighborhood is in your neck of the woods to give
2: that a shot. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a great point And we're, we're doing the same thing. Um, we actually have a, I think it's the, the week before Christmas, maybe we're sitting down with um, a local marketing group that um, had, they had designed our website, our business cards Great. and things like that. And, and we're going to go that route because um, that is one thing, you know, that I spoke about some of the different marketing techniques we did. We didn't do a lot of digital marketing with mm-hmm. sponsored ads and things like that. And again, I'm, I'm with you, Paul. I don't know. That's why we're going to the professionals. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And what, what Cody explained to me is you don't want to boost the post, because if Facebook gives you the option to boost the post, it's just going to go out to random people, and you might yep. get vanity metrics, it might get a lot of views, or likes, or hearts, or whatever, but when you can target a a, a a location, or a neighborhood, or something very micro-targeted like that, then you can get way more of an ROI, so I'm learning about this stuff, and as I learn, I'll share it with you guys, but it was just fresh in my mind, because this morning I'm, you know, it's 5:45 in the morning and I'm listening to Gary Vaynerchuk. Like,
2: got <laughs> to get in a yeah. little little education Yeah, so. Gary Vaynerchuk and a a good cup of coffee will get you going in the morning oh, for I, sure. I I don't know. If, yeah, actually I'd had Starbucks um this morning and then I had another one this afternoon so. Yeah. Yeah, that's good and you know to to piggyback kind of on what you said. You know, we all, as service providers, we all have those neighborhoods, those areas that we want to work. And, you know, like you were talking about boosting, you know, a post on Facebook or however that works. I, I'm i unfamiliar myself, but that's going out to, to the masses. Yeah, that's and, what
1: not to do. You don't yeah, want
2: to boost it. Right, exactly. You want to micro-target it. Yeah, exactly. And so for us, you know, we, we drive around and we work in certain areas and we want more work in those areas and things of that nature. So it's... Um, it's a really good way, like Paul said, to target an area um, that you want that you want to work in.
1: Other than the capacity, personal capacity that you mentioned, what else have you learned? It doesn't have to be; it can be from sprints or pro event today, or the together in the Trade and Entrepreneur Academy. Or you've been you've been hitting up these events. What what's some
2: other takeaways you want to share? Yeah, um, you know, I'll I'll bounce back a little bit to Brian's last event where. You know, um, Mark Bradley spoke and and Troy Clogg. Those guys, when they talk a lot about building a business, um, Greg Whitstock, the pond guy, Mm -hmm. they... $60 million business. Yeah, $60 million business and I think over 100 some employees, something like that, but it's... It's repeated time and time again, you know, to put the right people in the right place and Mm -hmm. to build that team. Mm -hmm. Um, And once you get those people, how to retain them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something else that uh, Chase and I are working on, you know, just with our systems and things like that. But I think that's so important. If we want to grow, you know, you can only do so much yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And when, you know, we're just starting out and we wear a lot of hats at the same time you know, you get to a point where you need to delegate. And I think that the, the more that you can delegate and work on the business to make it grow. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a good thing. And just to be able to get, to be able to get team members that want to work with you and, and have that almost family atmosphere Mm -hmm. is is across the board what those guys say. Yeah, Jim Collins, I
1: like to listen to audiobooks. So Jim Collins' audiobooks called Good to Great, and he studied the great companies and what differentiated them from good. So what he concluded was you want to get the right people on the bus and in the right seats. If your business is a bus, you you want to make sure everybody's on that. The right people are on the bus and the bad apples are off, and then the right people are in the right seats, essentially. Right. So that's so important because if you have a bad employee it, it or a bad, I've had, I used to have a bad subcontractor, and then it made me look bad because sure. my customer had a negative experience. And this isn't you, Rich, if you're listening. He's a good <laughs> good subcontractor. But before Rich, um, there was another irrigation specialist that was rude to my customer and, and was um, – His prices were unfair, just too high because he knew he was going to get, it was an emergency, knew he was going to get. It was very unfair what he, anyway, then that made me look bad. Absolutely. Because my customer, I was like, oh yeah, so-and-so's on their way over and he'll fix it. And then he took advantage of them and then they came back to me and they were just honest and they're like, hey, we had a really negative experience with this guy, Paul. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry, I didn't know he was like that and then you know so if it's a subcontractor if it's a, an employee i had an employee one time that you know i'll just say he did something well said something inappropriate to one of my customers having a little <laughs> little bikini pool party action you know <laughs> oh yeah and, uh, i can imagine and so I he can imagine. uh these Atlanta falcons right <laughs> Their their wives are uh and their friends can be uh you know, lingering around at the pool. Well, you just mow the grass and get out of there. Well, this guy didn't quite yeah. get, get the get the memo, and he's hooting and hollering, and and it made me look unprofessional because right. I'd never do that. Yeah. I, but but your weakest link, it represents your company, right? And you ha- anyway,
2: go ahead. Yeah. No, that's that's a great point. And attitude, employees' attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that can bring other team members down as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something to think about. But, yeah, there's, I'm sure there's hundreds of stories out there of, you know, employees doing the, certain the things. But positive story, I was talking to Ruben today from uh, Schlade Balls. Oh, yeah. that's a lot. Which, Have you seen any videos on that facility? I, was, oh, I went there last oh, night. Oh, okay, yeah, you were here last night. What a great facility. It, it's great. And,
1: he, you know, people travel from far away to buy their Toro lawnmower or piece of a power equipment or whatever they're buying from Schlade Balls. Because once they walk in the door, they're going to be greeted. They're going to be treated. Their motto is to treat other people the way you want to be treated. And that quality customer service, it's like a magnet. Absolutely. And they are literally the number one Toro dealer in the United States. And he doesn't even have a vehicle. He's an Amish guy, so he, yeah. he drives a horse and buggy. Right.
2: And um, doesn't have a phone either. Yeah. I sat beside them. You know, Chase and I did there in the room and his son, Josh, Mm -hmm. um, super nice guy, you know, and, and I could understand just after five minutes of talking to him, why people would go there, why people would travel, you know, to buy a piece of Toro equipment that they could get maybe closer, Mm -hmm. but it comes down to customer service. And, um, when you're in the industry and you know, you have a trusted provider, somebody that's going to take care of you, that that's a, you know, that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, and you don't need a lot of if if you decide to stay small, you don't need a lot of customers. You just need you just need a right cluster, of the right ones, and then upsell them, cross sell them, you know, various uh, jobs. But what happens is if you take care of them, then they're going to tell their friends, and you just you just start to grow right uh, like Slayballs did, and, and and naturally you get all of these referrals because you did a good job.
2: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know the other thing that I've probably heard it on your podcast, and and different places i don't know for sure where i've heard it but they talk about low-hanging fruit you know and if you're at a customer's property um and there's multiple services that can be provided Mm -hmm. and um yeah and that's just another way to kind of grow without spreading yourself everywhere
1: Hey guys, Paul here. And I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Sync Live, there's going to be demonstrations educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now You can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes we hope to see you in atlanta this february
3: we know you need something that's easy to operate comfortable and still brings great performance the kubota z400 zero turn mower series brings all that and more you'll also love the large fuel tank so you can keep on working without interruptions
0: hey you yeah you you're out there in the field mowing lawns making money working hard Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Ever wish you
3: could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS TrackIt, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Trackit with your company vehicles, you get a 24 7 view of your vehicles so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money saving, peace of mind, lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1 844 996 2518 or visit slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It.
1: Yeah. Well, you probably heard it on our podcast. Yeah, I'm sure.
2: But I'm sure. what happens is this is the main I podcast I listen to. Thank you. <laughs> we'll do
1: an episode, and then two weeks later, I'm listening to my buddy Fullerton or Jeremiah, and they do the same one. I'm like, I, they got the idea from maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we do that, too. But I'm like, dude, we just talked about that yeah. on my show two weeks ago. And, yeah. and uh, we have a great community of podcasters. Of course, Fullerton Unfiltered, Caleb Allman and Brittany, they're they're, they're a hoot. Yeah. Uh, Caleb and Brittany, Jeremiah Jennings is on the up and up, Growing Greens. Uh, Andrew Martinez, Naylor Taliaferro, LCR Media, uh, May, Or Andrews is the Lone Star Lawn Talk. So those guys are all my friends. And people yeah. will tell me, they're like, man, Paul, I just – Back when I was like the only one in Julio Tomei, they're like, you know, we start listening at 6 30 a.m., you know, when we're driving to the shop or whatever, and then by eight, we're done. Yeah. They're like, we want more. I was like, I the personal <laughs> capacity, I was like, right. I'm maxed out. I'm I'm burnt out already. Like I'm I'm giving you all I got. Yeah. And thank God that um, Naylor and, and Fullerton and and the almonds and 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 uh Jeremiah and Andrew Martinez, and of course, Julio's been at this for a while, and there's new ones popping up yeah. that um, Mac and uh, Steele, um, I, I get them mixed up. There's two guys, um, they got a new one okay. uh, coming out, um, one guy's from Ohio and one guy's from Pennsylvania, but, oh, cool. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm always learning about new shows, so yeah. it's cool to meet somebody like yourself that that actually listens to us and then it it, it helps increase profitability in your business. uh, So you don't have to make the same mistakes that all of us knuckleheads made.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is so helpful. Uh, Chase and I will both listen to all different podcasts and there's what I like about it. There's so much covered from equipment to budgeting to personal growth and you name it yeah and you can just you can get it like you said you just mentioned the ones that we listen to and if you just bounce around from one to one in a week's time there is so much information out there that you can take and andy
1: Molder's got one um and and uh but they all cover a different um niche or 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 particular you know the almonds are in the hardscaping Fullerton's kind of your raw raw. He's going to get you all pumped up. You yeah. Know, if you need a little kick in the butt, <laughs> well, put on full- Fullerton Unfiltered. And Naylor's going to talk about route density, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, Jeremiah brings his wife on to talk about marriage. Um, what's it called? Marriage
2: Mondays? Yeah. Um, marriage Mondays, where they talk about being in business together, things like that. So um, very cool. Yeah. So, anyway, it's cool to see you're, you're kind of a.
1: A, a, a product of the community seeing you got you and your wife at these events and uh, we try to come to all the events and, and podcast in person because if we would have done this on Zoom, the audio's a little off right. and you don't, I don't get to touch you and see you yeah, yeah. and, and interpersonal you know, or not interpersonal um, non nonverbal communication, what is uh, it? Yeah. Your communication is better when you're in person because oh, you're not on the screen so right. I try to come to these events so thanks again to Sean Spencer, he invited me um, I would have came anyway, but he he actually invited me, and um, very generous of him to to let me have you know freedom here to interview you guys. So oh yeah, thank you, Sean and TQ, and I appreciate it a lot. Yeah,
2: you know uh, the events like this, they're amazing, and and for the money that you have to spend to come to something like this, it's it's a drop in a bucket for the information, you know that you can take home and apply in your own own business. It's the lawn care landscape community as a whole has been um, so inviting, Mm -hmm. you know, to chase. And I like, we're the newbies, right? Mm -hmm. So we're just getting started. Um, But from meeting you and, uh, you know, the folks that together in the trades and uh, Brian and Liz, Caleb and Brittany, and, you know, everybody across the board, it's helpful. Oh, totally. And if you missed
1: this event, we have, depending on if you're watching this in time or not, January 28th, we're going to be back in the Buckeye State at Allman's headquarters. They built a new shop in Carroll, Ohio. So I've been watching them for months. This is uh, coming together and and they just got the drywall in and and then starting to all come together. So January 28th, it's a free event, which I disagree with Naylor. I think he should have charged, but anyways, (laughs) I want it to be free. And I was like, well, if you make something free, people don't appreciate it. If if you would have paid 39 bucks, you would have People have a little more skin sure. in the game. But yeah. anyway, it's not my event, so it's free. Free 99. Naylor wants it free, it's free. But um, it's it's a it's a Caleb and Brittany shop. It's completely free. We're going to be there. It's a 9 to 5-ish type thing. There's no speakers like this or an event. It's just the the mingling, hanging out yeah. all day long. We'll have 7 or 8, 9, 10 different podcast boards set up of the various podcasters there podcasting. And if you don't want to be on a podcast, you don't have to. If you do, you'll have more than enough opportunity to kind of get in where you fit in. And, and then um, we'll just be eating and, and hanging out. And uh, Naylor's hosting it. Um, Kohler Engines is sponsoring it. So there will be catered food and, and, and free food. It is free uh, to attend. And uh, I think I covered all my bases yeah. on that. Uh, register. Go to um, LCR Media. Naylor's uh, got a, a sign-up link. Marty, if you can put that in the show notes, um, he, he does want you to sign up just so they order the right amount of catered food because they got to prepay and pre-order the food. So just we don't know—is 15 people going to show up or 30 or, or I think a lot more, oh, yeah. but I don't know. But they want—they don't want to—they um, don't want to under or over order. So if you guys are going, please, please register so Naylor can. Um, Purchase the right amount of, of like a buffet style food for us for lunch. So
2: yeah, we're we're Chase and I are planning on being there. Great, um, and I'm actually going to be down there with Caleb and Brittany again. In January, I don't know if it's before. I think it's before that uh, for the Hardscape Academy. Nice. So I'm going to do do three days down there with them at the shop. Oh that, wow. Yeah, that new in person. Yep. You know, Hardscape Academy. So I'm really looking forward to that. And actually, the third day I think could be Andy Mulder. Uh, oh, speaking of wow. Andy Mulder, so I'm I'm super excited to get down for that. Um, that along with the. The, the podcast summit thing that they're they're hosting with Naylor is going to be it's going to be awesome
1: yeah and we we kind of i was on a zoom call with Brittany and caleb and Naylor, and we we're struggling with the name because they're like the podcast summit sounds like this big <laughs> grand thing and it's just going to be a bunch of us hanging out eating and talking and podcasting and because and, when we go to events like this the main event is the main event. And then the podcasting happens, you know, they put me in the corner, which I appreciate, but it's, it's in between sessions. I got to pull people out. It's afterwards. It's before it's, it's, it's not the main thing. And so we're like, but we love podcasting at these events. So why don't we have an event where podcasting is the main thing and there is no speakers or events and, and we'll just have food and fellowship and podcasts. And so we did it last year. Nick Carlson hosted us at Mulchmate. That was a blast. Uh, Naylor was there And, and Dan um, from the Fence Industry Podcast Was there And Caleb and and uh, Brittany And, and uh, then everyone that came out And so Anyway, we're really looking forward This is year two of doing it And I'm excited to see Almond Shop One of my dreams is to build a shop Similar to what they built yeah. Um, so I I, I I need a few hundred. Th- I mean, I don't know how much they spend. I imagine it's probably like it's, 150, 175,000 they yeah, spend on I, that thing.
2: Yeah. I, I can't imagine with the land and, you know, yeah. all the utilities and stuff that had to be installed. But it, it's a beautiful, I can't wait to see it in person. I've been following it as well. Yeah. My uh,
1: PayPal's PaulJamison137 yeah. <laughs> at gmail.com. If anyone's got a $150,000 uh, go. for me to build a shop, PaulJamison137 at gmail.com. On PayPal, uh, I would appreciate yeah. the,
2: <laughs> the <laughs> donation because I want to build one of those shops. I just need the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who doesn't? You know, that's that's awesome. And um, you know, you touched a little bit about you know networking and, and things like that, and that the intimate intimate settings that some that takes place. You know, whether it's just you and I sitting here podcasting or at an event like that, that's really nice to, to be able to walk over to somebody that has so much knowledge in the business and say, hey, can I pick your brain for a few minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, anytime I encourage anybody, these events or anything like that, free events, whatever you can do, do it and take advantage of, of that knowledge that's out there.
1: Yeah. And you, uh, Ken Coleman from the Ramsey show talks about the proximity principle. Like you put yourself in proximity in. Good connections can happen. Mike Andy's was just standing there earlier, and I just walked up to him, and I said, Hey, Mike, I, you want to be on my podcast? He's like, sure. And and he was cool about it, and we, we did a podcast. And when I was at Brian's event, you know, Troy Clogg's just standing right there, and, and Mark Bradley's just standing right there, and, and and Nick Carlson's just standing right there, and they're just down to earth. Like, you can go talk to them. Right. And, and just like they uh, – how do I put this? whatever measly amount of money Brian paid them to come, they don't need it. <laughs> oh, right? absolutely. Or they, they, they were doing it to sew into, they remember what it was like to be a young entrepreneur, like a, a making the mistakes. They they showed up, not because they, they were banking on Brian's payment, right? They showed up to give back or give into the, um, I don't like that phrase, give back. Cause it sounds like you took something, but, right. but so into the community, like, Hey guys, I didn't know this and it probably helped you out. Here you go. And, and those guys are there cause they want to, they want to impart into us who are learning the ropes and, and just talk to them and, and, uh, you know, be, be kind, be respectful. Don't be, um, a, a leech or what's that when you suck the life out of yeah. someone, but be, 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 be smart about it. But, but come and mingle, and right, and good things happen. I met Brian Fullerton at um, the uh, the uh, GIE years ago. I had no idea who he was, no idea who I was. Now we're like you know best buds. Yeah, Jeremiah Jennings. I didn't have a clue who he was, and and he came up to me together in the trades in in Texas, and now he's one of my best buds. You yeah. know, and then we start seeing each other at events, and you just you cultivate a friendship that it's like you. Uh, you establish those relationships and it's, it's powerful because uh, I'll end on this and then you can share whatever you want but you got me going here. Yeah. The um, In the animal kingdom when an animal's all alone the prey pick the animal off no matter even if it's a lion uh, one lion alone can get picked off by the hyenuses I always yeah. pronounce it wrong. How do you say The it? hyenas? Hyenas. Was, there you go. There you go Mr. <laughs> producer. I, I don't watch enough uh, History Channel or discuss, yeah. whatever that thing is the animals but I know the principle, but when you can get information from Mark Bradley and in your tool belt and, and from um, Mike Andes and Blake Hawthorne and you get all that in your tool belt in the community, now you're going to be more profitable in your business rather than if you just uh, pull up to the gas station and stare down the competitors and don't, don't plug into a
2: community or you're just isolated and you're, you're making mistakes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that was one thing that Chase and I talked about that, you know, right off the bat, um, we, we were so new and just, you know, getting started this year. Let's, you know, let's start filling that tool belt right off, right off the bat. So we don't have to wait four or five, six years down the road and then have to go back and fix all that that was wrong. So, um, that's not to say that we don't make mistakes or anything like that, but man, um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of great knowledge out there that can be attained, you know, through social media, um, podcast, and and you know, training sessions, you name it. So, cool. Well, how can people connect with you on social media? So, <laughs> Eichenberry Landscape Company um, on Facebook, and we have an Instagram. Um, and spell then, it because it sounds <laughs> like an I, but there's an E in front of the yeah, I. Yes, absolutely. It's canberry E I K e-n-b-a-r-y eikenberry landscape company um facebook uh instagram and um hopefully more to come you know uh we're we got to get a linkedin and things like that they're all important to have right so uh it's just a matter of getting them and adding <laughs> yeah, them. i gotta get on <laughs> twitter
1: it's so much because oh, i'm, yeah. I'm uh, i was talking with ruben today and he doesn't even have a um cell phone Right, and his son does have a cell phone, but he doesn't have Tickety Talk, tack whatever it is, and all these apps. <laughs> and he, all he has is um, where you can uh, text. And we got a, yeah. we got What is that? Kids. A tennis ball? Yeah, that's yeah. the biggest tennis ball I've ever seen. We got kids playing here, but it, I think it comes down to, like you said, personal capacity. Because I have a bunch of social media um, people that uh, I actually pay money to teach me how to do things the right way. Right. And of course you can listen to Gary V for free on YouTube and things of that nature, but they're, they're saying you want to be on LinkedIn. That's where the professionals are. You want right. to be on Twitter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you
1: want to be on Instagram reels and Facebook reels and YouTube shorts and um, TikTok and, and all of these things, but it, it, it's a lot. And it, and, and you got to just kind of do what you can and, and, and slowly build all of that the right way and, and then not get sucked into where you're just scrolling through one of those um, addictive, whether it's Facebook reels, Instagram reels, TikTok, or YouTube shorts, if you're scrolling, this is what my coach told me. He said, Paul, I never want to hear that you're just aimlessly scrolling. He says, I want you creating content and publishing it, and don't be scrolling. Because if you're just scrolling for a half hour, you could have spent that half hour doing an income-producing activity, something that's going to bring in revenue and ultimately profit into your business, and not just scrolling away. So Sure, Anyway, I just say all that to say people see me all over social media, and I honestly try to spend less and less and less and less and less time on social media. Get on three or four minutes, make my post, and get out of there. Yeah, and 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 focus on income-producing activity. So it's it's a trap if you're. That's why I was talking to Ruben. I was like, man, this guy's got way more money in his bank than me. It probably, <laughs> I mean, he's probably a multi-multi millionaire. Oh yeah. Um, and uh i'm i 'm getting there, but I'm, I mean this guy's the number one Toro dealer in the in the
2: USA but probably the world i don 't know how big Toro is yeah. overseas and and that 's amazing. I told Chase we were talking, I told her I said the largest in ohio and the no, largest wrong. in America, and, but yeah. my
1: point was he's not he doesn 't even have a cell phone, and so you just take that with a grain of salt, but like we, we got to be dialed in on not wasting our time because that, yeah. that man works hard and serves customers and he's incredibly wealthy in, in every area of life. Financially, I can't imagine how much money's in, in their um, investment accounts and bank accounts. He doesn't even have a car. doesn't have a truck. He literally drives a horse and buggy. doesn't have a cell phone. Awesome.
2: And that's, so if you are going to use that stuff, just don't let it consume you because... Yeah. It, you know, like Sean said in there, you know, social media. I don't know. I was, yeah, Well, that's I right. <laughs> Sean said, you know, he he brought up a a really good point that social media can be an amazing tool. Um there's a dark side to it too, mm-hmm. you know, and and it can become all-consuming and it it can change people's lives um for the better or for the worse. So you just have to be you have to be conscientious about that and you know always keep that that well, the, in check.
1: Well, the hardest thing to guard is our time cuz Warren Buffett you me Sean, Mike, Andy's—we all got 24 hours in a day. Right. It's it's even playing field. You got 24 hours, I got 24 hours. But if we give 35 minutes, two hours to TikTok, it, it got stolen from us. It got yeah. squandered. What 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 actually beneficial happened? Well, Paul, I want to know what the trends are. So I'm just uh, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard that so many yeah. times because well, I'm, just, yo, I'm doing just, market research. Yeah. <laughs> No,
2: you're wasting your time. Yeah. Well, and like you said, 25, 30 minutes a day. Think about that in the week, a month's time, yeah. you know, holy cow. And pretty soon it's like, like you said, that time's gone. Yeah, you, you know, could you're not going to get have been building
1: an email marketing. Like yeah. how, how many, um, you know, lawn care business owners I, I work with personally, I'm like, you, are you emailing your customers? You know, they, no, i not. Well, but you're on Facebook or scrolling through, it. so it's like there's so many things. Even in the winter, when you're like, well, there's nothing to do. Yes, there is. You can, yeah. you there's so much you could start getting into place. Um, so anyway, I don't want to alienate all my audience. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, stop scrolling through social media and build your build a profitable business like Ruben.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and or, you know, take that 25, 30 minutes and you know connect with your wife, mm-hmm. you know, or your or your kids. Go you know throw the ball with your son or whatever the case is uh you know everybody's in a different place a different situation um but yeah there's there's a lot that you can do with with a half hour a day um so that's a good point paul totally
1: and last but not least we say all that to say smash the subscribe button on the <laughs> on the youtube channel because in 2023 as we go to these events the the podcast summit and uh, there's an event in Atlanta called SYNC Live that I'm uh, planning on attending. I'm planning on attending the Kohler event in, in Mississippi. And uh, then uh, I think I'm leaving one out. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah.
2: Are you going to, together in the trades? Oh, out yeah. West. Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we've Chase and I have signed up for that already. Okay. What, so,
1: what month is it in? Oh,
2: this is summertime. Yeah, I want to say June. Maybe it's later this year. Okay. I I'm, think it was June in Nashville, but uh, yeah, okay. I, I should know that. But she's kind of my. Okay, well, <laughs> I, got, I, got to,
1: I got to get. I got to book my flight because um, normally the earlier you book a flight, the cheaper it is.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I, I saw where uh, Caleb and Brittany, they've just already got their vehicle to, you know, to get from the airport uh, to rented a you vehicle. You know, they rented their vehicle already. So, yeah, yeah it's probably probably getting close to be doing that stuff okay so. yeah well anyway i'm going
1: planning on going to all those events but i'm planning i used to just do the podcast now we're setting up our sophisticated camera system yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> i got my camera yeah. duct taped to a tripod <laughs> hanging off a of crooked oh, but hey we're we're, we're 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 filming it and i joined a youtube mastermind it's caleb allman and Brittany and uh Naylor talia jason Kr- Kr- krill Creel,
2: Creel, Creel,
1: yeah, Creel, long care life, Is long care what? life, yeah, and then Corey Ballard, which he actually has a guy who works for his social media department called Kaz. So, all of us are, and, and then Caleb's got his guy named Hunter, and um, they got they're, they're delegating me, yeah. me, and Naylor and Jason, <laughs> we just do everything ourselves for now, but anyway, the five of us joined the mastermind, and we we hired a YouTube coach to teach us how to do YouTube, and he's basically. Telling me that podcasting on YouTube is the next big thing. YouTube spending all this money on podcasting, you know Joe Rogan's do oh, these yeah. videos and the clips and all that. Yep. So we're going to film the podcast. Who knew you people <laughs> would want to watch you and I sit by a fireplace <laughs> right. and talk? But, but they yeah. do,
2: yeah. But and, it is a nice view. Look at that. I think you got the best seat in the house. Yeah, right? no, it's it's
1: warm. <laughs> yeah. So we're filming these. We're putting them on YouTube. Uh, but what we need is is people to watch it because. Um, Otherwise, it's just sitting out there in the interweb. So uh, if you've been an audio podcast listener for a while, please do us a favor. And the YouTube link is in the show notes. And just click on that and and, and hit subscribe, turn the bell on for notifications, and follow the journey along on YouTube. Um, We're putting a lot of time and energy and effort into building that out on YouTube. So we would love for you to join us over there.
2: Yeah. yeah awesome righty, I'm excited to see what comes of that that's a good group to be masterminding yeah. together so we'll, so
1: we'll see right now I, I'm the smallest YouTube channel in the group but um, you know we're gonna see if we're consistently publishing on YouTube you know hopefully that will take us uh, to I set a goal I want on one of them silver play buttons yeah awesome in my office I got a little shelf so I already yeah. got a spot set out <laughs> yeah. for that silver play sweet but at the recording of this, I got 2,000 subscribers, and you need 100,000. So I need 98,000 more subscribers. Yeah. So <laughs> You'll get there. Without a doubt, I know it. Cool. Well, thank you for your time. I'll yeah, let you thank get back you. to it. And um, we'll see you in the different side of Ohio down in, in Carroll, Ohio.
2: Yep, absolutely. Yep, thanks for having me on, Paul. I appreciate it. See ya. See ya. The Know Your Numbers Training Program
1: is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers Training Program